Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome. Good morning. It is Hardline. I almost said it's Beamer in for Bowerly. It's Hardline here on News Radio 930. WBEN, happy Sunday. Hope it's a great morning wherever you are, whatever it is you are doing. Glad to have you along for the ride these next two hours. And we have a packed show for you today. First hour, a little um, stadium reaction. Uh, We have Erie County Comptroller Kevin Hardwick and then New York State Assemblyman Pat Burke at 11 o'clock. We have Libertarian gubernatorial candidate Larry Sharp joining the show, introducing himself to Western New York. And then at 1130, we have Erie County clerk Mickey Kearns. So a packed two hours. It'll fly by, but we will get, I was trying to be smooth there. It didn't work, but it'll be an informative show. Glad to have you along. Um, As I said, our first guest is Dr. Kevin Hardwick, reaction to the stadium, also following up on the overtime um, issue within the county, something, a continuing story, Um, so we will get to that in just a second. But first, I have to say, I don't know what it is, Randy must have impeccable hearing, because every Sunday when I plug my headphones in, it's, I can barely hear the station. I can barely hear the feed. And so I have to crank it up. So I thought, wow, for 33, my hearing is really starting to go. But last night, I was at a restaurant, and I could hear the music over all the better than anyone else at the table. So I think Randy just has impeccable hearing more than my, my hearing is going. But I just wanted to make that point. Just wanted to make that point. We do have Dr. Kevin Hardwick, Erie County Comptroller, uh, Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Now, Kevin, obviously we've got uh, the, the main story, because this is the first time I can remember Western New York being talked about on WPIX, WINS, WCBS. It's all about the stadium. And before we get into specific questions, what's your overall thought on the deal that the county and the state got? Uh, I think it's an exceptional deal, especially for the – uh, county, uh, because it gets us out of the football business. Uh, $250 million up front, and whatever financing costs go along with that, and I'm not sure uh, that we would be bonding the entire $250 million. 
but once we do that, uh, our obligation is pretty much ended, and uh, we're out of the football business, which is great, and we'll still be able to enjoy the Buffalo Bills for at least three decades to come. Now, when you say out of the football business, the 250 from the county is all the county will be giving over the 30 years? Yeah, pretty much. Um, right now, during the current lease, uh, you know, there were some upfront costs, uh, 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 um, improvements to the stadium. But then every year we give them capital money and we pay for so-called game day expenses, uh, which, you know, results in, you know, several million dollars a year going from the county of Erie uh, to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know, and that wasn't just the first year. That's that's this year, for instance. This year, we're still under the old lease. We'll be giving them millions of dollars. Uh, that ends uh, after we uh, we give them the $250 million to build the new stadium. Now, you know me. I'm not looking for something to be critical about. But over the next 30 years, is there a way for the Bills to get out of this contract? Uh, yeah, there there is, but um, it's going to be very expensive to do so. Uh, so uh, the county executive outlined that the other day in his news conference. Uh, they would they would have to pay a lot of money back, and then they would have to uh, uh, d- uh, d- destroy the new stadium, basically pay for the demolition of it. Uh, if that's what we wanted, we would have the option there. Or I'm sorry. We wouldn't have it because we'd be out of the business. It would be the state of New York and its corporation, this new stadium corporation that would be running everything, which is an arm of state government. That's what I wanted to ask you about, the uh, the corporation. Will that have any Erie County input? Who who makes the calls on that, and, and who will be the people on this board? That, that I don't know, but it will be, it will be a, a state corporation, uh, and it'll be, even though it has Erie County in its name, it will not be a uh, department of Erie County government. It will be entirely a state corporation. Going into the negotiations, as much as you know, did Erie County go into this wanting to be out of the football business uh, because of the money that they've spent on Highmark Stadium, especially over the last two decades? I don't know that specifically, but I got to believe that we did because uh, it's not easy to be in the football business. Um, you know, a lot of people have pointed out over the course of the negotiations, uh, as as people have called into shows like yours and said, you know, here we are in Erie County and we're paying all this money. Yet people in Niagara County and Orleans County and you know Chautauqua County can come to our games and they're not paying like we are. And I think that's a good point. Well, this puts all the all the onus again after our 250 million dollar investment uh, puts all the onus on New York State and its uh, stadium corporation here, uh, which means everybody you know is is paying into that. What do you have to say as a as a New York State resident, Kevin? Uh, what do you have to say about people from downstate like Ron Kim or people in Albany like Chris Churchill um, that are saying this is an awful policy? Uh, this is going to be a, a stain on Kathy Hochul's administration. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Uh, what yeah. do you say to the non-Western New York residents um, that are complaining about the stadium? Well, you, you know, I can understand why they would be upset because it's not a stadium in their backyard. But we have put in money, as you know, for 
for stadiums like City Field and Yankee Stadium and 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 others around the state uh, at at various times, and we've helped pay for that. And now we're asking them to help pay for ours. Um, so I can you know I can understand how they feel, but I think they have to realize that as as you and I know, the Buffalo Bills are the only NFL franchise. Uh, in New York State, and that should be a point of pride. And if we were to lose them, and we most certainly would, if there were no new stadium deal, um, you know, that we would be without a football team. That's that's my next question I wanted to ask because we've heard, especially from the county executive, about how you know it, without this deal the Bills would leave. Were the Bills, do you, to your knowledge, were the Bills really looking outside of Buffalo um, th- if this deal had gone south? I don't have any independent knowledge of that, Joe, but you and I are both sports fans. We both watch the way NFL teams have moved around from year to year, and I think it's a fair assumption that they they had to be looking. Now, I also have to – two more more stadium-related questions because I have to ask you, and I know, Kevin, this is all an opinion on this answer, but now that the stadium is worked on, the stadium is done – you know, a lot, of, a lot of sports fans like me are starting to put that focus, or even concert fans, uh, put that focus on downtown and the arena. Has that even been brought up? Not to me, not to my knowledge. Uh, there may have been some uh, discussions between other parties, but I have no knowledge of, of any such discussions. And the final stadium-related question, because the county executive brought this up, uh, this stadium will be able to host soccer which for me is very exciting, but that that'll be that'll bring something new to Orchard Park. Yeah, I I think it'll be great. You know, I think you know you look around the towns. Uh, there's a lot of interest in soccer, certainly more than than when I was growing up. I mean, every town has their soccer club. It's a great sport. Uh, I don't know if you grew up playing soccer, but certainly my kids grew up playing soccer. My grandkids are playing soccer, and and I look forward to my grand great grandson playing soccer in a year or two. Uh, so there's a lot of interest in that, and I think there, there's been a lot of interest in recent World Cups, certainly the Women's World Cup. World Cup. Um, and if we could, we could land a, a, a game or two, a qualifier or a friendly game here, uh, that would be fantastic. I think, I think it would be well attended. And uh, now more of a political question before we get to the, the next topic, and this is for Kathy Hochul, because as we said, uh, th- there has been some disapproval from uh, certain columnists in Albany and from assembly uh, people around the state. Um, what do you think she needs to do with an election coming up, um, you know, to, to, to make the case for the stadium to the voter? Well, I think she has to make the case that, that you and I just talked about, that money over the years has been poured into uh, uh, the Yankees and the Mets and the stadiums that they play in. Uh, facilities have been built around the uh, around the state. Uh, and, and, you know, we have to be approach this as one state united. Obviously, her opponents uh, are going to try to use this against her and try to turn everybody else against us and fan those flames of hatred, if you will. Uh, because they know Kathy Hochul's going to do really well in New uh, Western New York, so they have nothing to lose by criticizing the Bills because Bills fans are probably going to vote overwhelmingly for Kathy Hochul anyway. Uh, and and you know that's just more of this uh, 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 you know d- politics of division going on. Uh, and you know it, uh, I, I I think we've all seen enough of it. 
Yes, a, a topic we covered uh, last week um, on the afternoon show. Uh, you can hear that on demand, WBEN.com and the Odyssey app. Now, Kevin, last time we talked to you, overtime, which before the stadium was still, I think, one of the top discussions in Erie County. The stadium kind of put that to rest for a, for a little bit. Uh, but you had a meeting with, um, with elected officials in the county. How did that meeting go, and where do we stand? Where do we go from here? What, what to look for next for those that are trying to keep their eye on this overtime discussion? Well, we, we had a meeting on Wednesday in my office, and a couple of people from my office were in on that. We had representatives from the county executive, both parties within the county legislature. Uh, the, uh, the sheriff's department was all represented, and, and, and we had a nice discussion of the issues. I think that everybody realizes, uh, everybody realized in that room that the policy that we have now is not perfect uh, and could use some tweaking. Uh, exactly where we go for it, go with it. However, I think I, I, I don't think there's there's an agreement on that yet. Uh, so for the time being, what we're going to do at the at the request of the county legislature is to provide them some with a, some additional information uh, about the overtime expenses going forward. So I plan in the near future to uh, to issue a uh, first quarter report for. Uh, 2022. Now, my guess is you're not going to see a lot of overtime because at the end of the year, they were paid for overtime in excess of 80 hours of comp time that they had accumulated, and they carried over 80 hours of comp time into the new uh, fiscal year, which began January 1st. Uh, And since then, they've been building up, before they can get overtime, they have to have 200 hours of compensatory time in their bank. Uh, and since they started at 80 and it's only been three months, uh, you know, very few, if any, would probably approach 200 hours. Uh, the second quarter, obviously, is going to be a little bit more interesting. And then the third quarter, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see even more. So um, we're going we're gonna to monitor it. Uh, we're going to provide the information that the legislature has asked for. Uh, and in the end, it's, it's up to the legislature and the county executive. Uh, they are the policymakers in this regard. Anything else to be looking, uh, looking forward to out of the comptroller's office coming up? You know, we're working on a lot of things. We're uh, very pleased that uh, that we recently uh, went into the market uh, investment, uh, bought some treasury bills, uh, which are going to yield well over $300,000 in interest in the next few uh, months. Uh, that's, that's something that hasn't been done in a couple of years. Uh, as interest rates continue to rise, as we, you know, as we're sitting on all of this cash for a variety of reasons, it seemed to be the, uh, the, the right thing to do. And so we're very pleased about, uh, about the investments we're making there. Kevin, uh, Kevin Hardwick, Erie County Comptroller, joining us here on Hardline. You know, you, you, you obviously have been in politics. You work in the Comptroller's office now. I should have asked this question with the stadium uh, topic. But, uh, you know, last week before um, the Senecas uh, agreed to pay New York State, we saw New York State freeze bank accounts of people on the Seneca Nation's is that a standard practice for the state of New York? You, you know, I don't know if it is. Uh, but in this case, it certainly was an effective practice. I think that, uh, uh, you know, we've watched this thing drag out for for years right before our eyes. Uh, people in Erie County, of course, have an interest in this. People up in Niagara County, obviously, with the casino there, have, uh, you know, are very interested in what goes on also. 
Um, so I don't know if it was uh, if it was a, a practice that's been tried with other people in the past, uh, but it certainly was effective. Now, whether it was a little bit too ham-handed or not, I mean, I know that those discussions are going on, and I've got enough things to weigh in on that are going to get me in trouble. I'm not going to weigh in on this one, Joe. All right. So, fair enough. Now, you know when we have you on the show, I like to pick your brain about uh, current events in politics, and I couldn't let you go without asking this question. Uh, a recent Siena poll has Governor Cuomo, or former Governor Cuomo, only eight points behind Kathy Hochul. What do you make of all this Governor Cuomo throwing his hat in, running in the in the election? What do you make of all this talk? Well, you know, you you, you had you had Cuomo spending quite a bit of of money. He still had millions of dollars in his campaign treasury uh, when he resigned, spending uh, uh, much of that money in order to try to rehabilitate his image, remind people of of the good things he says he's done. Uh, and then at the same time, you had people on both the Democratic side and the Republican side, other gubernatorial candidates, tearing down Kathy Hochul. Um, so, you know, the results don't surprise me too much. I think if, if Cuomo were to get into the race, were to try to take on Kathy Hochul, say in a Democratic primary, uh, I think that uh, I think that she would beat him handily. Uh, I think that she all she would need to do is spend some of her money reminding people why he had to resign, and and you know I think that would be the end of that. Now the the question is if he were to run as a third party candidate, could he upset the Democratic apple cart and take enough votes away from her on the Democratic line? Uh, to uh, you know, to to let a a Zeldin or another Republican uh, uh, sneak in, and and that that's the more more interesting question, and and I think probably the question that concerns uh, Democrats a lot more. Do you think though he would do that? Because I hear something like that, and I think this is a guy who eventually thinks he can get back into some office. I mean, that would that would pretty much take him out of the Democrat Party any chance of running as a Democrat for any office until the end of time? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what his thinking is. You know, people do things that uh, they regret later. Just ask Will Smith about that, I suppose. Um, and, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But certainly uh, uh, everybody's watching. Dr. Kevin Hardwick, the Erie County Comptroller, always a uh, always a pleasure talking with you, and, and I'm looking forward to those Mets text messages uh, starting up this Thursday. Oh man, Joe, you and I, you and I both. I can't wait for our exchanges there. Hopefully, it'll be a lot of W's. Oh, it sure, it sure will be. It sure will be starting on uh, Thursday, opening day. Cannot wait. Thank you, Dr. Kevin Hardwick. Um, always a pleasure catching up with the Comptroller's Office. When we come back, we are catching up with the Assembly. Uh, Assemblyman Pat Burke will be here to discuss, obviously, the stadium and other pressing issues: gas tax, the budget. And uh, uh, something we talked about uh, this week while filling in for Bowerly, talking about O.J. Simpson's name, should it make its way to the new stadium? Uh, Assemblyman Pat Burke wanted that down November of 2021. He, um, he made a, a public statement about getting O.J.'s name off the current stadium. So I think I'll know, I know his answer, but obviously going to ask him about um, his thoughts on that at the new stadium. So, so much more left. Beamer, I almost did it again, hosting Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.